You're about to listen to Common Ride with me. This is a podcast about tokusatsu or practical effects TV and film. You're about to listen to uh, one of our two shows, the Alternate Week. This is the OG or yearly podcast, which covers things at a pace as they're coming out or a similar pace. The other show is the book club, which will air next week, which follows stuff in a more uh, condensed book club format. Right now, uh, you're about to listen to episode 183, where we cover episodes 34 through 35 of Comrader Geats, the currently airing Comrader show. We also have um, something new we're separating out and doing a bonus episode covering our thoughts on the ends of a Comrader build and shows of the Jetman, our 2021 shows, respectively. And uh, just a note here, uh, there were um, some concerns of uh, the audio in this episode, just um, some clattering in the background of one of our files that we couldn't get out because it was while someone was speaking. Sorry about that. Enjoy the episode. And shit. This is Common Ride with me. It's episode 183. This is uh, the yearly or OG podcast of uh, myself, Kip, or James, and uh, my fellow Squire, Kopsek Senpai. <laughs> What's good, brother? It's getting nice out, at least here. I guess for you, it's always kind of nice out, but... Uh, actually, today is pretty moody out here. Um, just got done raining. Uh, low five vibes, if you feel me. <laughs> but other than that, it's been bright and sunny in Florida, as always. That's good, though uh because uh it's just like nice like wearing shorts again wearing sandals around it's a good vibe over here but uh i had something that to start the show before we talk about uh camera and geats um well, like two notes one um we are gonna kind of separate out our post-mortem we talk on a camera to build and trojan sentai Jetman. so that will hit your feeds like in the like days after this episode and uh two uh, there is a video that um, I want to get your reaction to. Uh, this is the uh, Shin Japanese Hero Project, uh, which is um, a project combining all of the Shin movies. Hmm. Okay. If you got that up, then uh, let's uh, count into that. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes as well for people. But uh, let's count down. Um, three, two, one. A shadowy figure with bright eyes. <laughs> that was pretty dope. Oh, yo. Yeah, we're seeing Shin Godzilla, Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Rider, Shin Evangelion. This is tough. And it's going to be a video game? I think it's just a series of like theme parks in Japan, like attractions. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> This had like a video game trailer like feel to it. It does. This is sick. And now like the heroes are all combining into like a Shin Super Sentai Mecha or something. Oh, hell yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and they're zooming on the faces. <laughs> That's a lot, but it's, it's really cool. Yeah. 
Now this would not fit the vibe of all of this. Yeah, this Kaiju stands doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. He's not even trying to block. He's just walking through the shots. That's funny. Yeah, old school like 70s like robo stuff. Oh hell yeah. Oh, rider kick at the end. Yeah. A nice pose for the mecha. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And that was an ad for the figure. <laughs> they're trying to, of course, of <laughs> course, they're trying to sell that. And I think that's just uh, the new Evangelion like soundtrack at the end too. But um, yeah, so <laughs> they took these four series movies um, and like Shin Evangelion is what they call the like rebuild movies, but then it's like. Those four movies that were anime and the three live action kind of like shins on the like Toku stuff. And I guess they're like combined because they're all by Ano, but mm -hmm. I'm glad they're having fun with it. And like doing some weird stuff, they would be like, oh, like what if they all became a mech because <laughs> this guy directed them? Yeah. So how'd you hear about that? A lot of Toku fans like will like are like in tune with like what's going on in like the like Japanese part of the fandom. I doubt that you can like get it without like a person to help you ship it if you're like an American fan but <laughs> yeah you know they should have done that like what would like the Marvel version of that be where it's like oh like here's like the Marvel mech it's like Captain America it's uh Iron Man Spider-Man pretty much anybody made a movie based off of <laughs> did you see like the Marvel Beyblade anime uh mm -mm. Marvel action figure anime or something mm -mm. what is this um it's hard to find actually because like it's just showing me um like when they do action figures that are like anime style. Regardless, um that's our peek into the uh, Shin Heroes. And also, um, if you are listening now, pretty soon, uh Shin Kamen Rider is coming out. I think it's definitely coming out Wednesday the thirty first in most places. I've heard there might be some more dates added due to how popular uh, the first showing's been, but I can definitely say that um may 31st it is available in a lot of places uh and yeah i'm gonna go see it uh that sounds fun like i don't know what shin Kamen Rider will be but what day are you planning on going uh wednesday i don't know like that's the only that's the only day we had it might be more days near you but it's only next wednesday yeah all right i will check to see if that's available then uh schedule something for a pod or something yeah maybe next time well we'll talk about it but um, Shane Ultraman was like really fun, but also like I know that like Anno loves Ultraman, but like Shin Kamen Rider might just be like balls to the wall, just looks like serious and like I know people liked it when it came out. Oh, they do have it, seven p.m. But I'll take you up on that, sir. Perfect. All right, but then uh, we'll talk about that uh, later too. But yeah, um, that brings us though to our today's subject, though not just future. Um, and you mentioned to me uh, before the pod, a lot of life going on, not much like uh, media watching, but um, I've been getting back into um, some anime myself. What have you been watching? Yaomushi Petal season three, because I finished those first two seasons. Oh, yeah. You said it was fire. I remember you telling me about that a few months ago. Yeah, it's like a, a like sports anime. Like, 
about like a like bicycling team. So I didn't know before watching it. Like, so I like heard of this like person talking about like their favorite anime villains. And I was like, okay, <laughs> in a bicycling anime. <laughs> okay. Eh. So like I had to see it. Uh, and they have, <laughs> so know how, like if you've seen like grappler Baki or like Frieza or like body horror transformation, like characters in anime, this guy is like a body horror sports anime character <laughs> on a biking anime. Yes. No. That's the last thing I thought you were going to say. <laughs> There's a point. Yeah. I'm intrigued now. It's very interesting because I was like, oh, who's this villain going to be? And I kept like meeting people. I was like, oh, no, that guy seems cool, but he's not like a villain. This guy showed up like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's like a body horror, like changing forms, like villain. Um, <laughs> and like, I think like, the strength of sports anime is like how it is just like it's like treating things that feel big to like people as if they are that big in the world so it's like oh my god like like it's like here's how they're powering up and here's how they're doing this and it's like ostensibly they're just riding a bike athletically but no here it means something and it's like super hype you know yeah the like third season is like the changing of the guards because like all these like seniors are now about to leave and it's like, Oh no, what do we do without them motivating us? Or like, how do we make our team um, like good without them here when they were like basically like anchoring the whole thing. And it's like really <laughs> like poignant. Like it was very much like they showed this character who wasn't good enough to be in the big race. That was like a like big plot point before. Mm-hmm. And they're now like in this position were like they're a senior and they have to make like leadership calls, but also they're like, am I the weakest link on my own team? And like, like what like things can I cut from my life? And like, there's this point where they're like invited to like hang out with some girls. They're like, no, I have to make sure my team's okay. <laughs> so it's like very like that kind of feeling of like, oh, the things that you like give up on or like the ways you feel like you're like losing touch with people as like a teen, it's very good. Uh, yeah, kind of that kind of tropes reminds me of uh, Haiku. You ever watch that? I watched like the the first half of that first season, um, but people love that one, right? Yeah, that's probably my favorite sports anime. Yeah, um, I really liked Hajime no Ippo. Like, I like watched a lot of that, but also that's just like so long. It's like six hundred episodes. So. Yeah, it's a task right there. I would um recommend people that like like anime to watch a sports anime just because like there's something really cool about seeing the tropes that you love and they're like based on something like super realistic there's something like cool about how that characterizes people Mm -hmm. but no um that is uh my thoughts though for this week uh there is um our um subject though which is episode 34 and 35 of come murder geese which um just quick temperature check i'm really enjoying geese right now what are you feeling uh geese is really good i feel like it's kind of about to start wrapping up is it around like episode 60 we were finished or uh it's gonna stop around late august early september so probably like oh mid late 40s so like we got plenty of time okay i thought we were coming to a close but yeah, I feel like a lot of the uh, characterization is starting to come alive in these last few episodes. 
And you actually reminded me really important, but we have our trademark for uh, the next season of Kamen Rider. Oh, that's exciting. What is it? Kamen Rider Gotchard. 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 Okay. So G-O-T-C-H-A-R-D. Gotchard. Okay. So like a lot of people are like, oh, like they're posting pictures of like chard, like the like the vegetable, but might mean like gotcha mm. or like card. Like a jokey one. Okay. Like got something. Mm-hmm. And like there's a lot of rumors running around. Like if you remember last year, like I was like, oh, there's a rumor that like that Comrade Geats is a like werewolf Viking. And that wasn't true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting to see what kind of rumors come out of this one. Got charred. Sounds like a Charizard evolution. It sounds like card or gotcha, maybe like a gotcha card game or something. Yeah, or a board game or something. Yeah. My joking it's about this thing is that it's about Carl Gotch, who is like the like god of like he's called like the god of professional like wrestling in Japan because he like inspired like all the people in like the 60s and 50s. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like a Carl Gotch show. It's wrestling. But no, uh, a lot of leaks will come out every year and I hope they continue to be really wrong because that would be fun for me to go back to Geats, though. Uh, yeah, like probably another arc and a half on this show, which like seems wild at this point, but I'm liking it, too. It's just been very consistent. Um, I don't know if it has the highest highs as like sub shows, but I don't really have anything defaulted on, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Like, I feel like it's been pretty steady so far. Um, a few peaks. Not a lot of valleys, so, I mean, can't be mad at that. And yeah, um, it does actually do a really good job, like, um, with how well it integrates, um, like, different kinds of cameras. There's tons of fight scenes where, like, you'll notice that, like, the quality of, like, the, like, shot changes, but it's also, like, drones are being there, like, phones or, like, close-up shots. Mm -hmm. And it does make the action really cool. Like, there's a, like, shot in the, like, in the start of, like, 34 where, like, Geet's, like, goes for a kick then flips around and kicks behind his back on someone it's like oh wow yeah i don't remember a bad fight scene since the show started not at all no we are though um back onto the um grind where we're getting two episodes that are part of the same plot so there's a slightly more cohesive stuff here too but um 34 uh is called geet's aim of attack and we get that geet's is back and he goes after uh the game master and like i love how he doesn't power up he just shoots all of his drones down like that's how he fights them (laughs) that was cool um but before he can win the fight uh that's when buffa just kills him (laughs) just like nope he's dead man buffa's just brutal he's just he looks great like he's like brutal i get that it's not a new toy but i like the form i guess Nah, yeah we said the last part uh about the i guess this is the upgrade (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I'm loving a new form. Uh, it fits his personality a lot more, especially where the character's heading towards. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I'm fine with a form being like a character moment. So maybe like he doesn't actually get a new form until he comes to a character. Like he makes a like character change. And that's like when Buffa gets his new new form, you know, that's also cool. But they beat the executive producer, Siru, who is like a ghost. He has no limbs. He's the force. I don't know. <laughs> force gross. Yeah. 
Uh, but he's like, let's play a game to decide the future of the Desire Grand Prix. Um, and it's called the Desire Royale. And they show clips from the December movie. And maybe we'll watch that at some point because that's like was the crossover movie with the previous like series. But I guess it's canon. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. I was kind of confused at that point. So that's from the you said the movie in December. Yeah, so that movie had the previous show involved and also like an old show involved. So it was technically three shows crossing over in this movie for Geats that I assumed wasn't going to like come up in the canon, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Who knows what that means? Uh, but um, in build that happened too, or like that random episode, like where they were like, oh, and this is just like that doctor's powers. If you remember, <laughs> yeah. like when the Hell Bros showed up, <laughs> uh, major characters. Uh, those were but um we do get um a bunch of hints of different people doing stuff and the first one is that uh the vision driver gets picked up by this man and we find out it is the uh sponsor for kewa kakara who's usually a frog and he is here to show us man sponsors aren't just good people <laughs> sponsors are terrible yeah he definitely showed his true colors this episode all kind of maneuvering and can't say manipulation, but he did a lot. I'd go that far because like he goes to Baroba and is like, hey, can we make a wish to bring Kewa back and I'll give you some misery? And his misery is we're going to bring in Kewa's sister because she thinks that'll bring him back. And like just the way it's like, OK, and now like he's kind of like trying to make Kewa be in this position where he has to see his sister get hurt. Just he's like, oh, that'll make him a better hero or whatever <laughs> weird fan he is, you know? Yeah. So Kewa's sister Sarah is sad and gets brought into the game to save him. Then Kewa gets brought back. And then when she's in trouble, he gets brought into the game. It's like, man, <laughs> not everyone's like a like cool person, like learns emotion. Sometimes like they just stands, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we also get like some cool like neon here because she like has changed her wish from finding true love to being forgotten about which is kind of dark i kind of like that moment what'd you think about that i did too because it's she's still definitely dealing with the trauma of finding out she was like bored from a wish but i like how it became okay i want to be able to like live my own life and like i don't want to let people down but i also don't want to like make a selfish wish i want to make a wish to like get to live you know Mm -hmm. and also like i just think the shows like done for writer especially a pretty good job of like female characters um like we have like a bunch of people who like have their own plot lines that aren't really based on somebody else at the show yeah it's, i feel like everybody's on their own unique journey and like neon and sarah and like sarumi like all have plot lines that are like okay it's not based on like somebody else mm-hmm. um and that's actually uh a like plot moment where ace meets with Surumi, and they're talking about uh, oh did you wish for me back and she's like oh no I didn't he's like sure sure but he's also like he keeps saying stuff like oh my sister should smile she's like I'm not your sister and that's got my head buzzing like ah oh, she's his sister huh yeah are they trying to like make it so obvious that we kind of like just disregard it or does Ace know something okay so his mom became the goddess she's clearly showing that she has powers to become the next goddess so what are it's like oh they don't know but they're siblings or like they're like step siblings 
Yeah, I think there's I think they're related for sure. Mm -hmm. But the game starts in the woods and Daichi just shows up and just is like, hey, like you're like Kawa's sister. I'm going to beat the crap out of you. It starts (laughs) to punch him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He is so out of pocket at all times. He's always just like scheming and people still believe him. I was like, I don't believe this guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, dude is the definition of imposter. And like at every moment, just like he's going to betray you. Why even try? That's a good one. That's a chance. And that is why um, Kayla gets like brought back in and like he saves them because um, his sister, everyone here is like been in multiple games or like won a game and have like power ups and like super forms. He's like, oh, my sister's there. She has like she's got like claw, not even like a full power up like ninja. She's not ready for this. She's learning. But that's when Buffa also shows up and they barely escape thanks to Ace. And I love that, like, now Buffa's like Mr. X or like some kind of like unkillable like boss character from like a like video game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, that leads to 35, which is yearning three, a sister's wish, a brother's wish. And the game here is to find cores from old writers and uh, because people are so overpowered to use the cores and whoever has the most can wish somebody away. That's fun. Uh, that's a fun mission. But what Kay was trying to do is um, help Sarah without letting her know that he's in the game. So he uses like a literal like greed screen to turn invisible and like trip Buffa. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, it works. Um, and we see the ace comes for Daichi. He's like, I just better murder you real quick. Like, you're like a problem. <laughs> but uh, gets away. And um, more comedy here, because like we do get like Kawa in camouflage and using like green screens. And also he like puts a, like Tanuki out there and says, oh, look, I'm like your like sponsor. Like, Sarah, I'm here to help you. <laughs> it's pretty light, though. So it's not like shirt guy stuff. I don't know. <laughs> shirt guy stuff. Yeah uh you can buy those shirts actually i was like looking for a like shirt for my girlfriend for like um to see election common rider mm-hmm. and they have like the yes no shirt <laughs> if you want to really? rock that on amazon yep that's funny but um we also see that not just the truth with uh people trusting Daichi is that uh ace makes a truce with buffa and they eat food and they're like okay let's work together because we hate this like whole thing and true uh that's pretty overpowered though that is pretty that's a strong pairing mm-hmm. and also um while Sarubi like wonders like what's the point of this like what's the point of this whole thing like we're just exploiting people that's when like Siru is like your opinion does not matter like you have no value and quick tip uh this might be our lesson for today but um if somebody ever goes out of their way to tell you that you have no value that's because you're super valuable to them and they don't want you to know it. Yeah, it's <laughs> gaslighting one-on-one. Yeah. And, and like, right... Why would this weird ghost that no one's ever seen come show, come yell at you that you have no value unless they need you to become like their like next like human sacrifice or something? So, yeah. <laughs> She's definitely something, but... Yeah, great lesson for today. Yeah. <laughs> um... Another great lesson is sometimes you can't take any risks. And um, when Daichi calls Buffa to say, hey, I sent the girls to the river if you want to go kill them. 
actually buff is like actually i'm with you i'm right here i'm gonna end you right now (laughs) and i was glad they did that that was just like okay people aren't dumb in this show um and he beats the crap out of him like he like puts him on his neck with his ass in the air like he puts him on a chainsaw he traps him with like big zombie hand yeah for all the daichi haters out there i'm pretty sure they had their own just loop him getting smashed into the ground like that yeah and just he really gets rocked and he says something like oh you're only doing this because you couldn't beat me before you got your power up i was like you you never fought yeah literally never fought (laughs) and they like make references to some like japanese like fairy tale of the cut tug sparrow which like um for our subs like they stop at the end and like have it like over the credits but basically it's just there was a person who was greedy and tried to take a big basket from a sparrow instead of a small basket and the small basket had treasure but the big basket had steak mm. and don't be greedy kids you know that's what, so it's like a what are those called a proverb yeah, yeah. proverb <laughs> that's the word I'm or like Aesop fable yeah that, that's right mm-hmm. but no um and I just love how um, when Buffalo shows up, he's all in black, just like a mafia killing. Yeah, once he pulled up, I'm like, yeah, this dude's not making it out of here. Yeah. He had uh, the, uh, what's that thing that the, the kids say? Like the like Black Air Force wants on. That's what he did. Oh, Black For- Air Force energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. What are the kids saying these days? Yeah, what are the kids saying? <laughs> but no, um, then that's where we also see that there are some friends back, which is that um, Wynn and the producer are back. So now we got uh, our panda rock star boy back and we have our uh, white Kamen Rider back. So it's probably a like counterattack. So it's like the they've been brought back to life and now they're going to try and like take this game back. Yeah, it's cool to see characters come back, though. I think we were like, asking that early in the pod, like where we see some of these characters again and here they come. Yeah cool um like spot though where like when ace talks to the other group like it's very clear that like k was like hey i'm gonna fight you like he seems like he's like legitimately like ready to fight ace now yeah he's not afraid at all i mean i wouldn't be either if i'm like op like that at least you know you stand some kind of a chance against ace yeah all four main riders like seem ready to like get like factional or like get like to get involved here you know and there's a cliffhanger though because the gardener's back he's like hey i've got a dream too my gonna- guy archie meadow so i'm I'm just a little confused about the whole archie meadow thing that's going on now. is this really him or is this a jamato in his body or do we not know yet yeah he cut off his like hand or finger to feed the one jamato that like lost its arm yeah so he cut off his finger, fed it to it, and then it ate him, but took on his form. So I think it's like copying him like Buffa's friend was. Mm-hmm. So that's my thought is that it's just it ate him, but became him. OK, which is kind of dark. Now I think about it, but so it essentially is him. It's just a copy of him. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, that's what that show would have a whole conversation about, because that's kind of like the theme of the show because like that's also is neon real <laughs> is he real yeah it's hard to know uh but yeah for our purposes yeah basically uh and he's back and he's mad and he wants to win 
that's our cliffhanger for next time though and i'm wondering um what's next for the show and i think things are about to get real as we see like a counterattack from the like like what the staff's doing to like win the game back what do you think yeah i think it's gonna be uh not necessarily a civil war but it's very interesting to see how much they really do care to fight for the dgp so that's a cool narrative that's going on right now yeah going from um, anti-dgp to like hey we actually need them <laughs> and like where do people fall because like right now like neon and kawa have both said oh we want to be able to make our wishes does that mean that like they'll work with the dgp yeah seems like they're gonna have to like join forces at some point to make this thing happen that brings us to the end of these two episodes though and uh our uh last couple questions and first off top three characters this time top three i will go with it's kind of weird we only got one show this time <laughs> yeah right uh damn uh let's go dachi just because he's just being scumbag and getting owned yeah. uh gotta have a villain good villain uh Kawa sister is pretty cool this episode i gave her two and then number one favorite character this week i'll go dion okay yeah she's pretty cool um I'd give her number three, honestly. Like, I think that um, her motivations make a lot of sense, but also she's just like, I'm just glad they're doing a lot with her that they kind of didn't have to. Like, there was a point where they were like, oh, she's back and she's spunky, but man, they gave her a big thing to deal with with her, like, whole origin. Um, number two, uh, I'll probably say Kawa. I like him coming back and having this whole struggle with, like, his sister now. And, like, it felt like the show kind of, shifted away from him but at the start like he was like kind of positioned as like the main or like the co-main character so like to see him like back in the spotlight and number one um i would say sarah actually like i think uh she works like really well from like virtually not being in this show to being like pretty prominent mm-hmm. you definitely feel like the like squid games like vibes here we were like oh and here's this person who like is like being set up to be killed and you're like oh no like are they gonna like save her like what are they gonna do yeah she's like a baby fawn in this game yeah barely could fight the first her first debut big bro had to come in and help her out so when they um intro like daichi like he like had baited the finals of a like previous game so like everybody there had been in multiple games like to the end had power-ups she's like i got claw (laughs) yeah and um, of the toku, though, the effects, the fight scenes, and the suits, what was your favorite this time? Uh, favorite? I would say the fight scene from episode 30. Was it 35, the first one? Uh, 34 is the first one. Or actually, sorry, I take that back. Buffer destroying Daichi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't pass up that. No, that was really good. Um, I... We'll give a shout out though to when Ace is fighting the like game master and he's like in his like normal form and he doesn't power up, he's just smart, like he kills his drones, then like gets to him. That was like a cool fight. And best outfits. Uh buff up black air force energy. Yeah, though. <laughs> he was just ready. He was like, I'm a I'm I'm gonna take you out. Which uh, I love how both times with Daichi, that's what happens. People take him out first round. He's like, 
no, but I'll be back. And I'm really like the mastermind. No, people know your vibes at this point. Yeah, like you're not being sneaky. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Um, but Senpai, though, um, where will find you when uh, you're not talking about uh, Tokusatsu? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, Copacetic Senpai. You can find uh, me um, on co-host James D on Twitter at James Forge. Uh, there's so many tw- Twitter copies. I don't know what is popular. I feel like I never use co-host, but regardless. Um, and same for the podcast uh, on co-host Common Ride um, on Twitter at Common Ride with me. Uh, please check out the website, uh, CommonRideWe.com. There is a slash episodes linked to different platforms. Please rate and review. Uh, there is a slash merch for links to our merch with all the proceeds going to cool charities like Trans Lifeline and the Turf Project. If you uh, want to send in questions, do it to podcast at commonrightweek.com. We are going to have um, a pretty big question episode. Um, if you get them in as soon as you hear this episode, you might get them in a time. But um, for our third FISE episode on the book club, which will be the week after this. But yeah. That though. Any lessons we learned today? <laughs> What'd you say a minute ago? If someone ever <laughs> just repeat what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no true. That's a great lesson. Yeah. If someone is ever trying to tell you how little value you have, that's because of how valuable you are and how much they need you. That's facts. One hundred percent.